Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the BMW Life. That's boss life, mom life, wife life. And I am your host, Serena Moore Thomas, destroyer of comfort zones, speaker, author, entrepreneur, homeschooling mama, yeah, doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But guess what? I want to show you how to find your rhythm, how to discover your God-given purpose, and how to do this thing called life with less grind, girl, and more grace. I promise you, you are in for a treat. Grab your notebook, something to write with, and let's get into it. Hello, welcome to another episode. Listen, I want to talk to you real quickly in this podcast episode about all that's going on with um, this COVID-19, this coronavirus, and kind of, I just want to give you a different perspective, right? I want to, I want to talk to you about what you can do right now. And so I think you'll enjoy it. I can't wait to hear your feedback. Please, please leave me a comment. Let me know what you thought. If this episode is um yeah if this episode like speaks to where you are um like I say at the end don't be stingy now make sure you share it with someone okay screenshot it put it on your um Instagram stories let me know that you are um listening and let me know that this has been helpful to you okay let's go enjoy hello you guys Serena Moore Thomas here Uh, I know that I have probably stated this on the podcast before. I typically pre-record quite a few podcast episodes, um, you know, ahead of time. And that's simply because that's what works for my life, right? The way my life is set up, I can't do these things live. So I, um, I usually have... Uh, several episodes already pre-recorded and we kind of released them um, on a schedule. But with all that is going on right now, I thought that it may be good for me to do a few live um, episodes. And when I say live, I mean um, things that are pertaining to like current events, right? So unless you have been in a cave or under a rock, um, you know what's going on right now in the world uh, with all of the things related to the coronavirus and our COVID-19 as they have, um, have named it. And um, I, I'm I'm not going to talk too much about the 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 virus itself because I'm not a medical professional, right? I am going to talk about the effects of kind of what's going on in the world. I'm talking about how um, I'm going to talk about a a little bit how I'm responding, how my family has um, is responding, and how we've even been affected by it. And hopefully, give you a a new perspective. Uh, for me, this podcast is. Um, it's an opportunity for me to, you know, encourage you, empower you, inspire you, of course, um, and certainly just pour into you, right? There's a lot to listen to. There are a lot of uh, coaches and business people, um, you know, doing lives right now, telling you what you should be doing with your time. There are, uh, there, there are people that are genuinely out there trying to help and offering free services. There are groups of folks that are really coming together and Banding together to help one another. 
So there are a lot of different things happening right now. And you and I are all very much connected on social media. Um, and, and most of you are connected to me on social media. And you've seen my posts. I am not a TV watcher. I stopped watching uh, television, live television, probably for years ago, if not five years ago, I very rarely watch anything live on television, including the news, the weather, all of that. That's just me, right? Because, um, because of my own personal reasons, we don't have enough time to get into that right now, right? Um, so I, I watch Netflix and things like that, you know, but I watch what I want to watch when I want to watch it. I am not fed um, I'm not fed live television, right? Because a lot of it, and especially when it comes to the news and certainly right now, you know, I believe that fear is fed. And, um, and so I, I made a post not too long ago that said like, turn off the TV, you'll probably feel better. Um, because you can watch it so much that it starts to really, really impact, um, how you feel emotionally and even how you feel physically. Like you can watch the news so much much that you'll start feeling symptoms just because that's all you're hearing about. And I know that there's like some kind of um, psychological research that proves that like studies about stuff like this. If you give it to a person enough through their eye gate, it'll start becoming and manifesting itself in our bodies. It's crazy the way that we're wired. But um, anyway, I don't have any scientific data that I can give you, but I'm sure that that's been studied plenty of times, right? Anyhow, um, I don't watch a lot of television, but I am, you know, very much like you connected, you know, to social media. And then of course, you know, we have family, everybody's talking, there are all these things happening, right? And so uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to liken this to, to a storm. And um, I did do a video about this on my Instagram. If you check it out, you know, follow me boss, mom, wife, underscore life. Uh, I did a video about it. But we all have like storms that come in our lives. And the thing about a storm that's very interesting is um, we often focus on what a storm takes, right? What a storm destroys. And um, storms in our lives look different. They can be, you know, sudden death of a loved one and and one after another it can be you know facing health challenges uh facing financial challenges you know business not being um up you know things going down just having being in a storm like where things are just not working out the way that you intended for them to work out and so um, I liken the time that we're in right now to a storm. We have massive layoffs. We have people, um, especially those that are hourly employees who can't get hours because things are shut down. Um, you have small business owners who have had to close their doors. And if they work and, you know, um, if, if that's the only kind of work that they have, then they are being hit hard financially, but still have the same financial obligations as they've always had, even though they are forced out of work. Like, so there's, this is a lot. It's a lot for people 
to take in. I am certainly not insensitive to it, but I'm always going to give you a different perspective and I'm always going to challenge you to look at the other side of this, right? So in a storm, yes, storms come, they destroy. Storms come and it's not a good feeling and it's not a good thing. Um, But storms have multiple purposes. Sometimes a storm can reveal something that you need it revealed. Like a storm can come and show you something that you would not have seen had it not been for the storm. So Serena, what do you mean? We had a, um, I think it was during Hurricane Sandy, right? We, everybody was like, you know, very panicky. It was a rural hurricane hitting um, us here on the East Coast. You know, I'm in the, I'm in Pennsylvania in the Philadelphia area. And we were all buckled down. The lights were out. It was, you know, we had lost power for a a substantial amount of time. And there were all these things happening, right? But during that storm, um, because it rained so much, we started seeing like leaks like in in the house, like in one part of the house. And we had no idea that there was a, you know, a part of our roof had been compromised and until this storm. So what happened was we, we, we recognized, you know, that there was an issue on the roof. And after the storm, of course, we were able to address it, but we were, um, uh, we were, alerted to the fact that something had been compromised and it was because of the storm had it not been for the storm we would have kept going and going and if a storm didn't come powerful enough we would have just probably left this area of our roof compromised and it would have just got worse right and so why am I saying that sometimes a storm can come and reveal to you something that needs to be addressed and uh, you've seen you know So you've seen some of my more recent posts, you know, just talking about avoidance, right? And the fact that avoidance is not a strategy. And there are some things that we are going to be forced to deal with because it's important that we deal with it so that we can grow and be better, right? Um, And and so what do I mean by that? Even as it it relates to my business, right? Because I can't talk about anybody else's. I can only talk about mine. Now, I have recently recently started a brand spanking new company from the ground up um, a management consulting kind of leadership development stuff like that um, and taking a lot of the things that I've been doing over the years and combining efforts with some really really ta- talented amazing um, colleagues of mine and friends of mine and and we're you know we're building a a, a new business from scratch right However, we have other business, right? My husband and I have a um, have a local barbershop, so that's a business, right? We have online stores. We have an online um, school. We have the kids have an online apparel store. I have the speaking business. Like we have things, right? And so as we, you know, as we go through times like this, uh, one of the things that we did, let's say, like with the barbershop, insurance right? There are certain liability insurances that you can have on your business that cover you when your business is interrupted because of means, you know, because of things outside of your control. 
we don't have that kind of insurance. And so we're closed right now. And, you know, but this, again, reveals an opportunity for us to fix something, right? An opportunity for us to do something different. Um, it gives us an opportunity to reevaluate contract clauses. Like I do a lot of contract work. And if, for example, I was in a position where I could not perform the work because of um, circumstances beyond my control. Um, if I'm in that kind of a situation and, you know, the, the, the person who I have a contract with says, you know, we're not paying you, I would be in major trouble. Now, the good thing is 80% of the work that I do is online. And so I am so glad that I heeded that message two years ago when I decided that I was going to build and not just I decided, I mean, I really felt like that was the thing I needed to do was put attention into building um, my, what I call my virtual empire, right? And so, so selling products, services, and things all online through Shopify stores, through Teachable, through, you know, just all kinds of different online methods and online group. I have a virtual business mentoring group. Some of you are in it. I walk on water.net. That's where we meet, right? And we have our once a month meetings. So that's like a membership group. Those are things that are virtual. We don't stop because the world stops. We, we go as long as we have an internet connection wherever we are. And so what, what I'm saying is what has has the storm revealed where are you lacking you know for some it's financially like you know we've had a goal to have six months of living expen expenses um, set aside we fell short of that goal you know um, and I'm sure that there are others that fell short of that goal and so here is another opportunity for you to start evaluating where there are some weaknesses and it's not to condemn yourself or to you know, fall into the shoulda, coulda, woulda, but it's really to take this as an opportunity to start getting shored up in different areas, right? It's an opportunity for you to start organizing certain areas better. Um, if you had to suddenly evacuate your house, are your is your paperwork in order? You know, do you have your your important documents together? Like there are so many opportunities that times like this present, um, and it's really an opportunity to self-evaluate, to evaluate your home, evaluate your business, evaluate where you are and ensure that you are much more prepared when things like this arise, um, this is, I, I don't believe that this is the last time that something like this is going to happen. It will, you know, there will be times I believe that are coming that are worse. And so it would be in your best interest to not sit in a place of fear, worry, and just, um, you know, concentrated or focused on what you can't change. Like, don't do that. Take this as an opportunity to see what's being revealed to you because of this time and start making those changes. Uh, for some, maybe, you know, you have been prompted to, to add a learning or a teaching component to your business and taking a part of your business and putting it online so that everything is not affected if you're unable to work or if places are closed or if engagements are canceled. You, you have to have other streams. Um, for some some of you, you know, your book you, that you that we are all waiting for you to write. 
this is the time, you know, and, and for me, you know, my book is written. So we, I'm actually still shipping books right now. People must have time to read because they're ordering them. <laughs> so, you know, but that's a thing. Now, imagine if I had not done it, like then I would be missing out right now. So just take this time and focus on what you can grow from. Don't just sit in a place of fear, okay? And um, back to that point about avoidance not being a strategy, um, I had given this illustration before, right? Sometimes it can feel like life is happening all at one time. Like if it's not one thing, it's another. So came into the year, uh, you lost a loved one, facing health challenges. Then this happens. Now I can't go to work. Now I this, now I that. Like there's a lot of things that happen that yes, are beyond your control. Absolutely. Now, here's where the problem comes in. When the things that happen that are not, that are out of your control, meet with the things that happen that you didn't deal with that are in your control, then it's extremely overwhelming, right? So now you have a mountain. You have the things you did not deal with that you should have dealt with. And then you have the things that you cannot control and you have to live through, right? So that presents enormous um that presents an enormous amount of uh stress right and overwhelm that's what happens and so i liken it to the game of tetris right you guys all know what tetris is you should and if you don't you know i i hate that i have to tell you to google it but (laughs) google it if you don't know what i'm talking about um tetris is an amazing game i love it um the whole point of tetris is for you to deal with what's coming down, right? So in Tetris, these blocks fall randomly, all different sizes, all different shapes, all different lengths and widths, right? And your job is to take those blocks and line those things up and get them all in a straight line so that you can continue to clear your board, right? So that as new things fall down, you find a place where they belong. So uh, a part falls down, you turn it, you slide it to the side, you make a line, right? You take this one, you uh, you bring it down to the middle, you start a new line. Like you have to deal with what's falling down. That's the point. You cannot just act like these things are not falling and not deal with them because what will happen is the blocks will keep falling and while some lines will clear themselves just because of the way that they're falling, um, some will clear themselves, many will not if you don't do something, right? So those those blocks start to add up and as they reach the top, then what happens, right? Your board is over, you lose game over you have to start all over again so the game teaches you that you can't avoid what's coming down you have to deal with what's falling and make room for it wherever deal with it put it somewhere yes don't act like it's not there avoidance is not a strategy right i keep saying it because i believe that there are people who who continuously need to hear this so deal with it um because life will start to feel a lot like that tetris board it'll start to feel like everything is happening at one time and it's not really happening at one time the things that you can do 
you must commit to doing. The things that you can deal with, you must deal with it. Because when you add it to the things that happen that you can't control, it now becomes enormous and extremely overwhelming. Okay? So take inventory. What should you be dealing with right now? What are you trying to avoid? What are you saying? Well, once I get to this place, I'm going to do this. Well, once I do, once I get to this place, I'm going to do that. That is not a strategy. Today, there are things that you can do. Listen, we we had a um we had an issue in my kitchen, right? We had mold all in the back of one wall. We have a wall, the 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 wall where our sink is also backs the wall where um where our bathroom, our downstairs bathroom is, right? So they share like a wall. There was a leak or something happening coming from upstairs somewhere that had happened in in between the wall. We had no idea it was there, right? But it had been happening for a long time. Now I would hear the water, I didn't know, it was it was just a mess. So mold developed behind this wall, but we obviously couldn't see it. It's behind the wall, right? But there's a lot of water activity at these um where these walls meet. So long story short, we ended up having to gut the kitchen. Like the the um the adjusters came the restoration company came, which, oh my God, that's a whole nother podcast. When I tell you about how the restoration comes to tear up, not to uh, make it look pretty. And you would think by the nature of the name of the place, you know, restoration, like it's going to be restored. Restoration is not always pretty y'all. The restoration came and tore the place up because their job is to get to the root of the problem. Um, It's not to make it pretty. (laughs) And so that's another word for another the day I'm not going to go there right now but anyhow the kitchen was all torn up right just in the area where the where where the mold needed to be remediated and so it was all tore up so now I got half of a kitchen up I got a big old hole basically you can walk in my kitchen and see into the downstairs bathroom it was terrible we could not use the kitchen the water was disconnected all kinds of stuff we actually even had to stay in a hotel for a period of time right but there, um, so we knew the um, the insurance company was going to take care of us getting the kitchen redone. So we were able to get the full kitchen remodeled, right? But prior to that, there were areas of the kitchen that the restoration company did not touch. So there were still some cabinets on the wall. There were still some... Um, there were uh, shelves on the wall. We still had uh, pots and pans and stuff down on the bottom cabinets, right? But we knew that a check was coming so that we can start going, you know, we could start the work on the kitchen. And now I'm going somewhere with this. Follow me, right? So I was complaining, complaining, complaining about, okay, where is this check? We need to be able to go and do what we need to do. Why haven't they sent the check yet? Why haven't they done this? We need to go do that. And I mean, I'm just complaining. You hear me? It was just taking extra long, extra long. And then something dropped in my spirit. (laughs) That's what my grandmom said, right? So I started to look in the kitchen and I said, Serena, How about you start dealing with the stuff that you can deal with? How about you start cleaning out the cabinets that have to get torn down? Why do you still have pots and pans in here? Even if you got the check today, you wouldn't even be ready for the work because you haven't done what you can do. Take the shelves off of the wall. 
clear out the rest of the kitchen, remove the stuff from the drawers, right? Because here I am complaining about what what I'm expecting, what's coming that hasn't gotten there yet. And I haven't even done what I was supposed to do in terms of clearing out what needs to go. And so guess what happened? Me and hubby, we got busy and we got in that kitchen and started taking down the rest of the things, clearing out the drawers, taking stuff to Goodwill. I mean, we started clearing it out. And before I knew it, here comes the check because now I'm doing what I can do. And that would have been easy for me to complain about what I'm expecting that was taking too long. So I want you to look at the areas in your life, right, that you are, that you can, you know, make some progress in. Everything doesn't have to be on hold. Okay, everything does not have to be on hold. Um, I think what what is happening during this time, many are out of work, many are with their children, you know, um, the homeschooling thing, that's going to be a separate podcast that the the homeschooling during uh, this COVID-19 and um, and I, I sympathize with you parents who don't homeschool, who are at home with your children for an um, an extended period of time while possibly trying to work remotely. It is a big adjustment. Right. Um, but I'm not going to address that on this one. I'm going to do a whole separate one on that because I, I do have some some comments, <laughs> maybe some help, but definitely some comments. But what I will say on here, and I'm about to wrap this up, is I want you to start taking inventory of where you are. What things can you accomplish right now? Um, what are the things that you've been complaining about not having the time to do? Um, because many of you now have the time to do it. So now use this time wisely. Use it wisely. Don't use it as three weeks to sleep in. Now sleep in a few days. If you need rest, get rest. That's not what I'm saying. Get rest. Um, but but definitely utilize this time to address some of the things that you have not addressed. Okay. Um, also, take time and focus on opportunities. Where are the opportunities right now? Uh, for me, many of you know, I host a federal contracting boot camp, um, a six week boot camp, and I started announcing it in February. I have been one that has been very, very adamant about small businesses doing business with the federal government. I taught myself how to win federal contracts um, back when I used to um, run the, 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 um, the family company, Elohim Cleaning Contractors. Um, I was 8A certified and won a bunch of sole source uh, awards through the 8A program. And um, I really taught myself all about the federal procurement data systems. And I saw the opportunity then. And I mean, this was, good God, more than 12 years ago. And I, um, I I had some really good mentors that showed me the ropes. And I was just convinced that this is the thing that is going to cause um, businesses, small businesses to be able to do big things um, and give back to communities and provide even more jobs. And so I've always been an advocate for small businesses doing business with the federal government. I decided some years ago after teaching this and saying this and trying to show people, I was like, you know what? I'm, I quit. I'm not trying to show people how to do this anymore because nobody's listening to me. That's how it 
felt, right? I would have these um, classes and two or three people would show up and I was just like, okay, I'm over it. I'm just going to do it for myself. Um, I ended up running another company and won hundreds of uh, purchase orders with the federal government, hundreds, okay? And so I know the power of doing business with the federal government and I know how to do it. Like I know how to teach it. I know how to, um, yeah, how to understand it, how to data mine, how to find the opportunities, how to build the relationships, all that stuff. So anyway, I had been announcing this six-week federal contracting boot camp before this whole coronavirus outbreak. And um, our first class actually was on the third was on the 16th uh, March 16th and we just started and here we are in the middle of an unprecedented time (laughs) in federal contracting it's so crazy um because we are in what what is now recognized as a state of emergency there are ridiculous amounts of opportunities made available for um, small businesses who are positioned to do business with the federal government. I mean, supplying all types of products and services. And I get the opportunity right now to handhold 25 businesses during my federal contracting boot camp. And we are all like, we are looking at real opportunities right now. And so I am very excited for, um, for those that were able to register. Many of you listening have registered, I'm sure. Um, and so I'm really excited for the opportunity to handhold these 25 businesses and show them how to take advantage of the opportunities that exist at this time. Um, Um, There are opportunities other places too. So um, even if you have a small business, like I said, we have the barbershop, right? It's closed right now. Um, Now, my husband could use the break. We do have like four or five barbers. I'm sure that they can use a break, but they also want to get their money. And so, um, you know, there are different areas of opportunity when you have a service business, right? And it may be just taking some time, focusing on building your content, focusing on um, updating your website, focusing on adding a... um, some type of a digital product to what you do, you know, focusing on doing a simple course on, you know, beginners, how to like how to my, my, you know, I I try to get my husband on camera and stuff. He doesn't really want to hear it. But if I was a barber, um, and I only had a barbershop, I would do, you know, a couple of how-to videos for college students, how to make money on your dorm, you know, start your own, you know, grooming shop, you know, Show them how to cut hair, (laughs) do something, you know, just there are a lot of things that you can do. So I want you to, again, just focus on the opportunities. Okay. Don't just sit and be afraid, but really focus on opportunities, focus on your family. Um, For some, you're spending time with your kids and this is the most time you spent with them in a long time. So you have a great opportunity to find out what they're into, what they like, what they don't like, what they've been faced with. You know, you have an opportunity to talk, to play. Um, so really that's all this, this, this podcast is about. I want you to focus on the opportunities that this particular time has presented to you. So I pray you have enjoyed this. I am going to sign off now and I am wishing you all the best. Um, if you have not gotten into our monthly mentoring group, like this is the group that I meet with once a month. Um, the first Tuesday of the month we meet 
and I pour into you for like 20 minutes, but it's also an opportunity for us to strategize about your business. It's an opportunity for you to ask questions and to get advice and to, you know, get um, even advice or feedback from the community. So we meet once a month, first Tuesday of the month from 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to about 930. Um, and we also have a private Facebook group. And within that group, you can go in there at any time and you can post things and ask questions and really get support around your thing. Um, So I am really excited about the opportunity to work with you guys. And so if you're not in that group, get in that group. Let me help you. Okay. Um, You can find out more information on iwalkonwater.net. That's where you go to join iwalkonwater.net. I look forward to having the opportunity to um, to speak with you and to to work with you. I, I will say while this is all going on with the, the government and all that, I probably will be spending some time, um, certainly not as intense as my six week boot camp, but I will be spending some time um, talking about the kind of opportunities that exist for your business, no matter what you do. Um, the federal government buys everything from dog food to uh, aircraft parts. So it doesn't matter what you do. There's there's serious opportunity. And so um, I'll be talking about a little bit of that, I'm sure, as, as the time goes on. So get in that group. I look forward to working with you. And until next time, I want to see you live bold, believe big, and take action. Have a wonderful day. You see there, I told you you were in for a treat. Is that incredible or what? I am sure that there was something said today that has you really, really thinking. And here's the deal. You can head right over to my website and I have so many good things for you, like specifically for you. Uh, We have a community of like-minded, faith-focused individuals that are ready to wrap their arms around you and welcome you. And I mean, we have freebies and goodies and all kinds of things. So head on over to serenathomas.com and that's where you can continue this conversation with us and really engage further, okay? And then also, if you are listening to this podcast today and you are like, girl, this is exactly what I needed. I need to know that. Okay, so send me a message. Certainly head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Make sure that you are subscribed or following this channel so that you're the first to know when new episodes are loaded. I'm so glad you took the time to join us. And listen, don't be stingy. I know you have a family, friend, or follower that needs this today. So take a screenshot, post it, girl, or just share it. But I enjoyed every moment of it, and I can't wait to connect with you again next week on the BMW Life Podcast. Talk to you soon.